So, okay. So the, okay. Wendy, do you want to leave this or should I just like say, okay, I'll, I'll say this. A couple of, I don't know when this year I had a dream and I think I've talked about it before, but I don't know if I've published it or not, but I had this dream where I was in this like giant auditorium with a bunch of other like aliens and stuff. And I was in a line. It was like a graduation ceremony kind of felt like, and there was all these other humans behind me. And I got up to the podium and this like big being, I don't even remember exactly what they looked like, but they're like, so what, what's your decision? Would you vote to continue the human race or not? And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, you know, it, come on. And um, anyway, uh, you know what? Hold on. Let me do something really quickly. I'm going to do that like that. Okay. So we can all see everybody at once. Anyway, um, I, was, I was like, I don't think I have enough information yet. Um, I, and they're like, well, that's what you're here for. You're here to, should we continue the human race experiment or not? Like you get a vote. So what are you going to vote? Yes or no? And I said, I need more time. And they said, okay, that's fine. You can have more time, but know that that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing right now. You're trying to be figuring that out, that out. And I was like, okay. And then I left the stage and the next human went up to be, to talk. And then my dream was over. So, you know. That's so that's the question being put forth is uh, like, do you guys think that human beings as a thing should continue? So Wendy was the one who sent that email. So Wendy, what sparked the idea or was there something behind it? Um, yes, to both of those questions. I think probably, you know, Two big factors for me right now would be my age. I've had 70 years on the planet now. Um, I've lived in the United States, outside of the United States. I've lived as a minority in several cultures. So I've experienced a lot. I've worked for the government. I've worked for myself. I've worked for others. And um, certainly right now, what is going on in the world is also something I've been thinking about. So a lot of it is based on that. And unfortunately, I'm living in an area right now that is um, absolutely transforming to the worst. And that's, it's very sad for me to think about, this was the place I moved to because I loved it so much and it was so different. It was like the land of the free and the wild, you know, the wild, wild west. And it's gone, all the way over to the side of being way too much to the to the anarchy side um, where too many people are getting hurt and there's no more respect or love or kindness or compassion uh, on the streets of Taos and I mean this is in four months time so you think how could the human psyche in just four months go so sour what what's the weakness in the human psyche that there's so few people i might have one or two people that i know that might think like me and pretty much everybody else is very much in uh i hate america i hate trump don't don't talk to me about the constitution i don't want any facts don't tell me anything that this that the coronavirus isn't real and that millions of people aren't dying. Um, so handing them facts from even CBC, which I would think that would be a place they would allow me to send them facts. It's this, I don't want to know it. So they're all really responding to life strictly from an emotional trigger. They don't want to use the mind, the intellect. They don't want facts anymore. Um, it's, it's an immediate trigger and everything is triggering them. It's like they're in a trance. It's like they're being um, completely taken over by something else. So I look at that and I think, is this really the path that we have to go down as a human species? Is what is going on here? Uh, is it just simply bringing up um, all the unhealed wounds for us to look at and, and we will have to experience this much death 
and discrimination and ugliness and everything that to me is non-human uh, to experience all of this? Do we have to do this in order to get to the other side? Or is there another agenda going on here, which is a lot of people are being controlled. They are simply responding from a very deep negative emotion and they can't even begin to use the mind or intellect to say, wait a minute, let's look at the facts and then let me make my own decision. They don't want to go there whatsoever. So to me, it's like, wow. I mean, have we literally come to the end of the human species as we are? Have we reached a point where now we have to go AI? in order for the species to continue, where they're not so much in their emotions, they will be more and more machine-like and more and more programmed. That's a very big possibility. That seems to be where some agendas want to take us to where we are still in a human form, but we're moving more and more over to this, this AI infiltration. And that worries me because I'm not so sure that a soul can live in a non-organic or non-biological entity. I think that's what makes our species special in the whole universe, is that this biological form that some kind of creator gave us is an instrument that could contain a soul or a spirit. And that's what most of the time people fall back on to get themselves through very difficult times, is that spirit within them. I don't think that transfers to AI. I don't, I don't see that. So have we hit that wall? Do we as a human species is the only place we can go now is to move into this AI because we don't have any place else to go. Um, do we get to live on this incredibly beautiful planet? And when I take away all the media and all the people and it's just me and nature, everything's great. Everything's beautiful. I feel good. Nature feels good but I get back into a humankind situation. Uh, and believe me, I'm, I'm doing everything I can as a kind, compassionate, hopefully somewhat enlightened person to continue to be uh, kind and compassionate to the people in my town. And um, it's gotten so difficult that I just isolate. It's, it's really gotten bad. I mean, there are fights breaking out in Taos. There are fights breaking out in the post office, in Albertsons, and it's all either the political agenda or the mask wearing. So I'm not seeing any human kindness uh, going on there. Even if, and if you even say to people, let's just be kind to each other, that is a major trigger. That sends people off in any kind, of, any kind of a direction. Just like trying to say all lives matter and that sends everybody off. You just try to say, can we just be kind and compassionate and have our differences and that trigger goes off. So I just see in a whole bunch of emotions in the human species that are absolutely out of control. And I don't think, I don't think that it's going to change whether Trump gets in or not, or whether Biden gets in or not, this polarization is so far at either end. It's like a big rubber band and it's stretched so tight. What happens when it snaps? What, what's going to happen? So, so what would you vote? <laughs> what would I vote? Based on, you know, basically my love for humanity that I saw a couple of years ago, I would certainly say yes. But where we are now, uh, I see just there's too much hurt and violence going on. And I don't think that it is necessarily just going to be for a few weeks. It's like Pandora's box has been opened. And everything unlike our true loving, compassionate soul has come out of the box. And there seems to be a whole lot more of that than people who can remain centered and kind and compassionate. And if you want to wear your mask, fine. If you want to vote for your person, fine. But just 
let me have the same right as you. Let's try to live together. We used to be able to do that. It didn't matter who anybody was voting for it. It just didn't seem to be much of a topic. Um, but now the nastiness is beyond anything I've ever seen in my life, ever. And I've lived, I lived in Kenya and Tanzania, and I was a white woman in, in, a, in a black Muslim country, and I never felt that. <laughs> I never felt that kind of prejudice or anger or fear. Everybody just kind of acknowledged each other, and we could live together despite whatever our interests were. So at this point, I'm on the fence, but I'm losing hope. And if this, I think another big question that we have to look at is if we are an experiment, um, who's doing the experiment? Because it's pretty much gonna be the creator's decision. And are we truly an experiment of extraterrestrial beings? Were we created by extraterrestrial beings? And if they've had enough of this or they've done enough, um, they may terminate us. And look at all these cultures that they're digging up now from the past that are thousands of years old. And what happened to all those cultures? Did they leave the planet? Um, were they also species that were being worked on and they lived out their life as a species and then they were terminated? Um, what happens to all those cultures that just literally disappear? Are they leaving the planet? Are they harvested? Are they culled? Are they killed off? Is it always a ecologically uh, catastrophe? Yeah, ecological catastrophe that comes in and wipes everybody off. But there's thousands now. I just cannot believe how many uh, underground. Um, caves that people are finding in civilizations that are no, no longer there and languages and they don't know where they came from. So obviously there's been a lot of experiments on this planet and what happens to them? So my answer, I don't know. I would love to see it go if we can be a loving kind species, if we can find our way back to that. I certainly don't think that we've gone as far as we can consciously. I think there's a whole greater world out there for us to go to but i don't know we seem to be going backwards i feel like we're, we're just going back to the medieval ages so brian what do you think please disagree with me <laughs> <laughs> that was a great answer i was in a trance the whole time just like wow what a what a picture you painted mm. I don't think, I think yes, we should definitely continue the experiment. So tell your alien friends that, Nikki. 100% yes. But since it's a podcast, I guess I'll speak a little bit. Um, <laughs> so actually what you guys both said is very funny because it matches what one of the legends in a tribe here in Colombia, what they say, the, what they say happened was that there were there were earth beings and there were extraterrestrial beings and the extraterrestrial beings, they were more logical. They were more advanced in that way, but the earth beings were in more of a spiritual state. And so they wanted to mate with them for that reason. And that created a new race. And supposedly, according to the tribes, that's us, that's humans. So yeah, we could say it's an experiment, but it's also just life evolving, you know, just two different species coming together. So what's going on right now, like in, in the US, I think that's why the question's being asked because that question has behind it an assumption of a political failure. Oh, this experiment is not working. Should we continue it? But I don't think it's the human experiment. I think it's the current governmental system that we have. That's the, that's the thing that should be up for the question. Should our current government continue the way it is and our economy, basically everything, or should we evolve this structure that is holding us all in place as a people? I think that's the thing on, uh, that should be questioned, but people in general, this is just human nature right here, and this is human nature that's been, 
cultivated from the ego for the development of the ego. So all we're seeing in America is just all these egos that are just deranged from a lifetime of conditioning, from being told, oh, you're the greatest country in the world. You don't have to do anything. You're just great. And now the president has given everyone permission to basically be angry and be violent implicitly without speaking a word about it. Just his vibe is that. So of course, you're going to see all these repressed emotions come up because those people have always had those emotions. They've always been there, but now they have permission to unleash it. So this is just the climate because of the structure that we're in. It's not human nature. Human nature is beautiful. And when people are left without a political system holding them so rigidly in place in their mind, for example, people that live in the country, then they have a more, they have like a more pure ego. Their ego is not so deranged as the egos in first world countries where it's constantly these mind games for everything, for school, for work, for finding a partner. You're, you're playing a mind game constantly. And this mind game just solidifies the ego so much that, and then, and then you're told only, only pretty people and rich people are, are worth looking at and observing and things like that. So all of these things over a lifetime, they just derange the ego too much. So that's all I'm seeing is happening is there's so many deranged egos. And of course the president has a really bad one too. So he's given everyone permission implicitly. And now there's this regression back, but it's not really regression. It's just exposure of the fact, but we're seeing the system fail, not human nature. I think we should continue. That's my vote. <laughs> All right, uh, Daniel, what, what do you think? Well, well, but one second before you, before I, for me, I actually had this dream like a year ago. Like it had nothing to do, like this, the coronavirus wasn't in full swing. There was nothing. For me, it was more just like, I think that, um, I think there's been like, there's, like, like Wendy was saying, there's records of Denisovan DNA that they're finding now all over the place. And like, these are, and there's hot, there's little Hobbit people they found. There's, you know, you have your, like, like, like they're finding the Neanderthals were super advanced. Like they were making jewelry that was complicated in art. And um, the, my point with all that is that yes, there are civilizations and humanoid intelligent species that we have found on the planet that's not even like hokey conspiracy theory it's like actually like we have record of these in the and um that have come and gone and uh, for me i don't know that it's like necessarily ultimately the big question is kind of like what brian what you're saying is like human nature is it beautiful well our our fault and our our strength is our adaptability like we can be so easily swayed and yet uh and, and i'm not 100 percent sure that that is ultimately a good trait in a being like me meaning we don't as a whole tend to listen to our own sovereignty or on our own voice a lot of us do and a lot of us are waking up to that and that's something that we're we're getting into but i think our default mode mode is to follow the leader and I'm, um, and if we don't have a good leader, if we don't have a good system, if we don't have a, a good message that's being played, then, you know, whatever, I don't know. But I, I, I think that that in itself, our, our sheeple kind of thing might not be, I don't know, if I was, uh, if this was my experiment, I'm not so sure that, that I would want, I might want to like get that out of the next, the next uh, creation I create. Okay, now Daniel, your your turn. Well, I, the question for everything that everybody said brings up a lot of things to think about. It's just, I guess, it's the perspective that you want to take. I would like to know what what it, if it was an experiment, what's the purpose of the experiment? Just to see what exactly, and so. I think that information is missing for us to really be able to decide whether or not we should get rid of an experiment. Um, but in addition to that, I, when, um, when Wendy, you were speaking about the things that you're seeing and how things have changed, I, I couldn't help but think about, you know, like the, the, the parable or the fable, I guess the parable, that you, the, there's a person standing at, a, standing at um, the gates of a city 
and somebody walks into the gates and says, well, how is this city in there? I heard it's like filled with terrible people and, you know, and um, it's like dangerous and a horrible place, blah, blah, blah. And, he, and the person said, well, the gatekeeper was like, well, you're going to find, basically what you're going to find is, is what you think. And the same thing, the next person came in and said, oh, I heard the city's great and uh, the people are wonderful and it's just like a paradise. And then it's, it's the same thing. It's what, whatever, however the perspective is that you see it. Not to, not to be super Pollyanna about it and not to dismiss all of the hurt and the, um, the, 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 the negativity that's in the world because it's, it is there and we can easily get caught up in it and be triggered by it and be consumed by it really. But I think the thing that makes us different as humans is the fact that we have emotion and for me, that's our biggest strength and our biggest weak weakness. And if all these other alien or species outside of Earth are looking at us, it's because they're lacking that. And we're not, we're, we're still figuring out how to drive our emotions in a, in a balanced way. I also think that we've been, uh, maybe we've been blended our DNAs with as star seeds here on earth so so i don't think that we're like earth what what is it to be human isn't aren't we, don't we have this aspect of this other um maybe our creators if they are aliens and we, we would have some of that dna then what does that mean so uh so for me the human the human experience really is being able to balance these emotions so for me my vote isn't actually a yes or no it's just a how I live my life is going to be the vote. I am the vote, like in action in my life, my thoughts, my, however it is, is my vote. Like that's the way I live my life is my vote. So I, I could consciously say, yes, I, I, I do think that we should continue because sometimes I laugh and I've thought about this question in other times. And then I would be walking down the street and think something so like, oh, that person really bothered me. And then I would just start laughing about it. Like, wow how easily I'm triggered. And then I just kind of like joke up to like the aliens that I'm speaking to or the higher selves or whatever it is. And just was like, you see, we have a sense of humor, enjoy it. So I think that's one of our assets. I'm like, you, did you not think that's funny? You know, like, or whatever it is. And, and then I could laugh at myself and I appreciate that that's a really human trait. And, and for me, that's, that's good. I don't know. And so I try to give that message consciously back like that, that is, that's what it is to be human to, to, you know, like that's part of it. And then, and to, to see that the fault of being triggered by it, but then at the same time, if, when, I, when I'm able to catch it and then just be like, well, I'm caught up in it as well. And it's pretty funny and then move on. But um, that's one thing. And, and the other thing is I, I had heard a while ago that um, it, this was a, a talk by, I think it was Greg Braden, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. Um, and apparently humans, were are the first species like they were humanoids but we were the first biological species that are able to actually keep the soul within the body by um with our dna so all these other experiments kind of didn't work out because the soul couldn't stay in it there wasn't that consciousness that we were talking about last time but that consciousness stayed in the human form and so now we're in we're, we're able to physically have this experience um as conscious beings as humans um, so I, I would like to just see how it's going to evolve. It's not going to be like, okay, let's, you know, if it gets, if we get blown up, well, I guess that could happen too, but, but I think that it's just going to keep going. And also I feel like we can become superhumans, but it, it has to be, it has to start with ourselves and we have to be able to make that decision every time. Okay. Look at what, what is it? What do I see out there that's, that, that, that's reflected in myself? You know, everything that I see that, that I don't like in the world, it really lives within me. So how do I, how do I really digest that and transmute it into a way that's, that's healthy? And because as I work on myself, I'm really working on the world. So there's my vote. I'd like to that's respond to that one if I can, because I think it's really interesting um when you say become superhuman because there seems to be two different belief systems on that so i believe we can become superhuman through a biological evolutionary conscious method becoming superhuman is just simply working on my consciousness opening it up more and more and more and then those 
super abilities come. I can teleport. I can talk telepathically. Fly. I fly. I'd like to do it that way. But then there's this other group that says, well, why wait when I can put an implant in you that will allow you to do all that? So then it goes to the, the AI period again. Um, so for me, everything about that is just like, ugh, yuck. You know, I don't, I don't want to become part of AI uh, just to have superhuman abilities. I'd like to be able to be a human, biological, organic being that is going to give, have the time to move along as best as I can. And I think we're getting a lot of pressure now because of AI and because of extraterrestrials who are here now walking among us who are already AI. And we're not moving along fast enough for them. So I think a lot of the 5G and the A that's coming in is that they're hoping many, many people will take it. They'll take the chip. They'll take the implants so that they can become superhuman quicker, join in with um, the extraterrestrial viewpoints, be able to go off planet because you'll have the ability to respond and react because you'll have the implants and the superhuman abilities. Uh, rather than wait, because the waiting so far, I think we've not done very good in that aspect uh, for many, many reasons. I mean, you know, the whip is out there. You got to work harder and harder. You got to pay your taxes. You got to do what the government tells you to do. And all that is limiting most people, you know, and there's people like us that go to other countries or run out to the desert so that, you know, we don't have that pressure and we can work on ourselves but there's not a lot of people that are doing that. So the human species isn't moving quickly enough, I think, in order to be able to uh, respond to the galactic consciousness. Probably why they're still waiting and not coming down and not presenting themselves because there's still too much fear. There's not enough superhuman abilities, which is the ability to talk telepathically to uh, accept them for however they look or, or react or respond. So my feeling is there's this program going on with the, with the 5G and AI, which is you guys aren't doing it. You're not working fast enough. So we're going to come in and give you a little boost with the AI. But how do you all feel about the soul and will the soul be able to stay and operate in a body that is ours biological but now is literally getting physical implants in it and you're getting more and more hooked up to a computer do you think that the soul will be able to handle that want it or will the soul vacate i don't know i don't think anybody really knows the answer to that like i mean like intuitively hmm. just intuitively what what what's your soul your body saying is that the way it wants to go no, because actually, 100%, like, no, no, yeah, but like, I like this. This is that's what my intuition. Yeah, for me, it's like, I think we're really we've we've programmed ourselves to be super scared of death. Like, even people who are really religious or even whatever are just super super scared of death. And um, I think ultimately that's because they're scared that there's nothing else really that's ultimately what it kind of comes down to so um but like I, I i don't know i'm not scared i'm not scared of if there is nothing else if it is just a blackout computer and it's like doom done that's not that scary that's not that bad like i don't think that is what it is but even if that is the case like so like, I, I don't know. I think, I think we have just got ourselves, we're so scared of death that we're, that we don't live. It's weird. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, I would just like, hello, alien experimenters or, or gods or angels or me, myself behind my own eyes, who maybe is just projecting all this and it's all an illusion, whatever else thing is, whatever. Stop messing with us. <laughs> just let us like figure uh -huh. out our own self. Like I would love to actually see what our real nature is with that. Yeah. Like, because you know, like when we look at wars and stuff like that, and they've been going on for as long as that we've been a, a thing. Um, but then you start learning about um, 
okay, like, like a tribal war maybe is a little bit different than like what these world wars and stuff where you start following the money pockets and there's families that were, were paying or funding both sides. Like th th there, there has been, there has been manipulation behind uh, the casualty of having other people do your dirty work for so long. There's so much manipulation that I feel like even if you really were trying to figure out what this experiment was or wasn't, it, it hasn't really been able to unfold itself in a natural way because there's been too much, um, it's too many people that maybe have figured out the game or whatnot. I don't know what they're doing, but too many people manipulating other individuals. So each, each person as a sovereign being isn't allowed to express that in, within themselves. And that's what I think needs to really, really, really happen and really, really change. And like, I, you know, we've talked about, like we all met in, situations that were like alternative communities like earthships or building domes or like trying to figure out ways to get out of this system but yet we're all still in it like none of us have actually figured it out yet so i don't i don't know i mean like because it's like you still have to use the system to get out of the system yeah i don't know so that so my my whole thing is is like i just um i i don't know and i'd really like to know how how do we stop the manipulation well i i see this whole thing from the aspect of level of consciousness so if if an individual raises their consciousness they're gonna see the system as a monopoly game as a as a maze for little mice and they're just gonna see people oh republicans coming from this entrance of the maze Democrats from this entrance of the maze, and we're all just chasing cheese. So, I mean, if you, if you just see that for what it is, you're gonna do naturally what we've all done, which is just not buy into it. And I think the, the point is right now, there's so many people seeing that for what it is, that they're not gonna continue. There's, there's millions of people now that are not gonna just go back to work at a normal job and do normal things and just have a normal life because they're realizing this whole this whole thing is rigged. It's it's all empty because it's it's driven by human ego, which is an illusion. The ego is just a tool, but it's not coming from the soul. So yeah, as soon as you see this system completely just propped up by force, by deception, by war, by everything negative about human nature. I think there's too many people that see it now and the future is not going to be just this system because there's too many of us now. So it's going to be this, this horrible system, but it also will be a lot of alternative systems. And I think that's already happening. I mean, there's already a ton of alternative communities. If you guys want to go to IC.org, I think like in, intentional communities, you can find a community anywhere and just join it and live a life like that. So that's also happening as all this ugly stuff is happening. I think the the real question is, it's an individual question because it's just like uh, Danielle said, if you go into the city, you can find whatever you're looking for. So if you keep looking for the, the system and all, all its failings and you wanna fight against it, you're just gonna keep looking at it. You're gonna keep giving it life. But there's a lot of people that are just saying that that's not even real. So. Let's learn about farming. Let's learn about architecture. Let's learn about, you know, sustainable living. And that's also real. It's just smaller because everyone's looking this way. So this is an individual question. If you want that future, keep going that way. But if you want this future, go this way. But either way, it's not really gonna, I mean, we're gonna see a lot of changes in the, in the next couple decades. I think there's gonna be a lot of crazy events, but for every dark event, there's going to be a light response. So a lot of people are going to die. A lot of people are going to be victims of a lot of horrible things already. But there's also a lot of people trying to build a new system. So it just depends if you want to build a better thing, then, then do it like we are. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Danielle. That's it, baby. Some things you yeah, I, I mean, with the AI, I see, I understand that that's all happening and it's, and it's, and it's mind boggling what is, is happening on the nano level and also just 
without our knowing or the food we eat that's already genetically modified. So we're actually changing our, our DNA and what is that really going to mean for the future of what it is to be human. So I, I do think that, that that's, uh, that's, that's going to, it, it, maybe it, it is going to go in the two, two directions in the future and very quickly. But as long as, I think with a conscious groundedness, then you'll be able to make the decision of which, which way you want to go. And, it, and it's not even, maybe, maybe it won't even be um, that you're always going to make the correct decision. But anyway, it's a, still a conscious decision if, if you're able to stay aware of what's happening and, and really continue to work on yourself or work on ourselves. Because every, every time we just do little changes of consciousness of, we're helping the whole so it's not that it's not that okay i'm doing something and it's not reflected out because it is it's just that maybe we don't see it right away or as somebody else is working on themselves and they're building their communities and um becoming compassionate with one another like that's still reflecting into the whole and we're still we're still benefiting from it and i do think like brian mentioned like the yin and the yang when, whenever there's the mirror the, the other side of the mirror or the other side the yin and the yang is the balance of of the dark and the light if you want to call it but whenever there's something that you see that's so terrible happening you have to remember that there's something that that is its direct opposite that's light that's always the way it is and 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 on the other hand when there's something that's light that's happening well there's always something that's uh, the shadow side that's reflected too but but not to be not to fear it just to look at it for what it is it's it's a growth and evolution and, and also in regards to the AI, I've been following this podcast called Artificial Intelligence by Lex Friedman. It's very, very, very good, but it's like, um, it's like total Silicon Valley people talking about like their current technology that they're doing or they're following or whatever. But so that's really helped me kind of understand the way that some of the techie people think about consciousness because they actually really think about it in terms of that, which is awake and aware and versus, um, yeah they're they're not thinking about like you know like higher thoughts or anything but um and they really are focusing on how you can get like back mirrors to be accurate with like showing what objects are around and how you can do might right amount of algorithms to program that this is an object that you want to veer away from in your car versus go to in your car and uh anyway like it's it's actually been good because it's made me less scared of like these sci-fi movies where it's it's and also, if you look into Neuralink, like you, like if you watch interviews with Elon Musk, or if you actually start reading some of the papers on actual Neuralink, it's like it can it, it connects to a couple of of pulses. It's like an actual chip that or, or device that that connects to a couple of um, parts in your brain and like vibrates a currency. But it it can't control your thoughts. They can never see your thoughts. They can never. It it's just kind of like um. I don't, it's like glasses or, you know, it's something that can like, but it's not, it's not like, um, um, I think we're giving, I guess, basically my, my point is, unless it's extraterrestrial AI that, that, you know, we, that I don't know about, but like what humans are currently creating with AI, it's, it's still elementary baby. It's not, it's not about to, um, take over the world and be, you know, um, replace humans. It, it may be at some point on down the line, but right now, it's it's like. Um, well, I think that it's actually approaching pretty quickly with the whole singularity thing and the quantum computers. That it's actually it's happening a lot faster than we realize. And again, the question is, if if we're not fully human and we're, there are other aliens walking among us, then that there is other technology that we're not aware of, or at least the general oh, public isn't. That could be true. Or the average computer person, or whatever. I, I am very sorry, but I have to end. I have to end my part of this conversation. I'm looking forward to watching mm -hmm. it and seeing where you guys evolve to. With all this, I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna figure it out while you're gone. All right. <laughs> Bye, Danielle. All right. Bye. Enjoy. Bye. Thank you, Danielle. Bye. Um, well, yeah. I I don't know. I I think the AI thing is interesting because it's coming at it from an analytical perspective, right? It's trying to attack the, the problem of life through the analytical mind. But I don't think the analytical mind represents the whole of life. I think it's, a, it's just one aspect 
I think they're completely missing the fact of the relationship between consciousness and matter and energy and how consciousness is to energy what gravity is to matter. And there's there's this whole there's this whole new dimension of life that could be studied by physics, but not physics of the matter and gravity type, but of this energy consciousness type. So we need a new name, we need a new branch basically. But they're not even approaching that problem because they don't even see that problem. Whereas I see that as the central tenet of life is the relationships between these forces. So I haven't actually been too worried about the AI thing because I see it as like what you said, Nikki, it's just fancier algorithms to do fancier things. But your soul is not even on that level. Your soul is on a whole different dimension, you know, like, and we just need more people to tap into being a human more than being a consumer. And yeah. when we get more people to do that and tap into their own energy and their own like powers, their CDs, like what uh, Wendy wants to do. She wants to teleport somewhere. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I think that's coming. I think that's coming because if, if the dark is going to get stronger, then that's also going to get stronger. So yeah, I think it just depends what you feed into, but yeah, the AI can be scary if you're in the country, but honestly, I have to give a disclaimer. I'm saying all this without expecting to live in the U.S. for my life because I see that it's closing in the, the police state, the, the mind state, you know, the, they're tightening, they're tightening their grip. So you got to remember that the politics in a country, it's like this really dark glasses that paint everything one way. So it's very hard to take them off when you're in the country. That's why I left. But obviously not everyone can leave. But nature is everywhere. So you just have to not be so much in the cities, but be more in nature. And then these, this vibration will just naturally happen. And then when that happens, yeah, you're not going to be scared of a computer because you're just talking to the wind and the lightning. Like you're, you're on a different level. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I mean, I guess because it's like, I feel like, um, like dreams are real, dude. Like dreams are something yeah. magical and it's like a real place that exists somewhere. There's something about yeah. that. And we've, it's a whole aspect of our life that we're told to, oh, what? Dreams? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. They're just <laughs> extra imagination. Don't look at that. It's, oh, yeah. oh no. We it's just like a mental fart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just your, your brain's just coming yeah. up with something to do. Don't worry about it. it or it means something sexual. This is how far off track they, that the, the system is in. The system is coming at it completely from the physical. Just if it's physical, it's real. If it's not, it's not. So they're gonna do things that are more on that end of, of the spectrum of life. But there's, there's been many cultures that are more into the energetic, right? I think that's coming back. I think that's already, it's already here in America. I mean, Wendy, would you say that now the conscious movement or the number of people that are awake in the country is more than before when you were younger? Yes. Yeah. It's, Doesn't it's, that give you hope? I mean, doesn't um, that tell you something as well about the people that are here in the country, there's, there's also like that side of the people that are also awakening. So it's like you're getting both sides more and more magnet, magnified, but yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I do have more hope, um, but my hope's gonna have to go for the younger generations because my generation is slowing down. They're getting tired. They don't want to fight for it anymore. They don't want to fight for freedom. They don't want to fight for the soul. Uh, they want to just retire and, you know, mm -hmm. go somewhere in a golf course or the tennis court and yeah. not talk, talk to me about anything. Yeah. So I have to put my hope in the younger generation that are, you know, willing to, I'm going to use the word fight, but I mean willing to push the, the consciousness program ahead and and speed it up because yeah. i do personally believe that we're behind even though there's more now there should be a whole lot more in my opinion we should be so much farther along in our consciousness in our ability to 
communicate with other cultures and other species and other thought processes. And uh, I don't think we're where we should be. And my belief is, is that was interrupted through extraterrestrial species. I think our growth got stopped on purpose in that the human species has been manipulated in so many different ways in order to use us and that the true human spirit is, is compassionate, is kind, um, is capable of magic in many, many things. But we were stopped. We were handicapped along the way. And some of us, probably all of us here, uh, we, we're starting to see that. And we're really starting to feel it in our bodies, which is, I know I am capable of doing so much more of what I'm doing. What, why can't I move ahead? What is it? Because I feel it, you know. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, yeah. why can I not fly? You know, yeah. Is there, <laughs> like, yeah. If that, I can do it in me. my dreams, I'm know. a great flyer in my dream. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. So it's like in the consciousness and where we are getting bigger and expanding. We're seeing. I think I remember doing that. I I know I used to be able to do these things. I know I didn't have to talk to somebody with my mouth. I know I could just send a message and they'd be here. So some of these veils are starting to fall off as we're moving along. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very scary to the controlling group that yeah. has done something to suppress the human spirit in the human soul. Because, I mean, if we were ever capable of moving to all of our capabilities, they would not be able to control us or handle us. So, yeah, yeah I, got a, I got a lot of hope, but... I'm not seeing it in my generation. They're they're dying. They're slowing down. They kind of don't mm -hmm. care. They feel like they've they put their two cents worth in. So that's why I start looking for younger groups like you guys are to see. Well, okay, so where is the younger group? You know, are they conscious yeah. and and a lot aren't and a lot are. It's kind of like my generation. A lot aren't and a but lot are. It's interesting because it's like even though I I I know I have a lot of conscious friends now and I there are a lot of people who are waking up or whatever you want to say or whatever, but um, uh, we still don't uh, you know we're not walking the walk or, or you know we're talking the talk. Yeah, yeah. it's very early. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're just talking still. Yeah. Yeah, so, I I see what I see happening is that there's gonna be there's going to be a new town or village built maybe not in the u.s and it's going to attract a lot of people from many different countries with the same message and i think that's going to cause a, a, a domino effect and very quickly it will go from that one village that one community to all over the world many and it'll, it'll create a movement because it doesn't go linear, you know, when, when an idea catches on, it's more like a forest fire, it just snaps. I mean, look, four or five months ago, we weren't dealing with riots. So just like that, it could just snap the other way back. So I think that's what's going to happen. Well, I, I really do think Michael Tellinger's like a one small town concept is... It's awesome. It's an amazing concept. And... I think, Brian, like what we should do, and Wendy could help this, but like I, I, I think we need to come up with like where where it's missing is it's it's the it's the it's the structure concept, but it's not actually being like like I have no problem going to every may I could I could go to three mayors a day, call them up and be like yo, until I find a place that would do it. But like I need to present like a full presentation with an actual business plan about a business that they could create in their town that could take like you know 20 percent of their town of five thousand like has a thousand people that would participate in this whatever it is program and the problem is that it's very customizable per location so it's like you know are you going to be in a place that can make bricks or are you going to be in a place that you know like has like what's their natural resources what are the commodities that they could do within their town to like create a little company that they could then you know start funding people in the actual community um so it takes a lot of work to actually come up with a, a like amount of viable businesses that 
could be presented for people to like take action on? You know, the, uh, the Amish I find to be absolutely fascinating mm -hmm. because they have existed in America for, I don't know, more than a hundred years and they live in their own little communities and they don't really reach out. However, they are completely self-sustained <clears throat> and what they will do is the commerce end. Yeah, they sell so like- People who are not Amish bears. can come in and you know have this incredible woodworking, which so many of them are, and you know, incredible furniture, uh, incredible sewing. So the Amish will come up with doing all the things that they love doing that's, that is self-sustaining for their own community, but then they will share that in exchange for money or barter. And that's how they've been existing for hundreds of years. So they're living in their own society the way they want to, but in order to get the money, in order to live in America, they will do this bartering and the selling of their services to people outside the community. And that works. Wow, I never even thought about that, but I went to an Amish community in Kentucky and I was like talking to one of them behind the door. I was like, well, what do you use the money for? You know. And the guy was like, property tax. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I bought some like oven mitts yeah, or something from there for my mom. <laughs> right. Or they got to buy a tractor, you know? Right. They, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They, they got to buy some farm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with that one because the, the they're still feeding into this, the, the system that we have and the system we have is, is the problem it's what's enslaving everyone mentally so i i don't know i'm really like wary they don't have electricity brian they're not feeding into the system no i mean the um the system of the currency so they're using these uh, dollars still they're still promoting they're still supporting the economy with their with their life with their energy with their time even if it's just small but the system is the issue so is. i mean i think uh, all the superpowers we have are just bent on world domination, right? So these are all these empires fighting this game. The game is the problem. If you support one of the empires, then you're supporting the problem. This is how I see it. So the best way to not do that is just to not support it. So that's why I've been trying to find like alternative careers, alternative places to live. I mean, it actually is not that difficult, honestly. Oh yeah, where where can you live where you don't have to pay property tax? There's like 16 places and they're all well, islands. I'm saying specifically for the superpowers of the world because these superpowers are where all the corruption is, is, is concentrated. So if you support a stronger China, a stronger Russia, a stronger United States, if you support any of these countries that are obviously playing in the top three positions, you're feeding into militaries that are trying to dominate the world. So I see it more that way. It's not like everyone's playing the game. You can't get away from using money, but at least not supporting that system directly because it's contributing to the top three, you know, empires that are in conflict. And that's the, that's the threat to humanity is like these, these men's egos are going to potentially destroy billions of people. I mean, that this is, it's gotten so dangerous now that if you're awake and you're still supporting it, it doesn't matter what you say. So that this is why I'm like, there's, there's no point in me speaking out if I'm still part of the system. So, I mean, right now what I'm looking to do is basically help heal people with issues using Ayurveda. So if I use Ayurveda, I'm, I don't have to support a corporation. If I don't live in the US, I don't have to pay property taxes. And very slowly, I'm just peeling myself away, but it takes, it takes work. But the point is to do it because if anyone asks me, why do you live like that? I'll say this. I'll say, look, man, look what, the, look what our governments and other governments are doing. So, yeah, it's like what Danielle said. Just support with your or vote with your life. Vote with what you do with your life. Well, it's like, um, like Lucille from uh, uh, yeah, Earthships. Earthships. Like she, she's a zero waster, doesn't use trash at all. And I had her on the podcast like a year ago. And she's, she's like, the biggest voting power any human has is your dollar like what yep. you what you spend your dollar on that's your biggest yep. vote oh my god 100 percent. and the dollar is um it's monopoly money there's no there's no standard behind it 
we don't have it backed by gold like we used to. And it's basically printed out depending on the decision of a corporation, which we call the Federal Reserve, but it's just a corporation. It's just a legal entity. So this whole thing, I mean, if you look at it, the economy is obviously rigged. We're, we're in a wider wealth gap than we've been in the last like 80 years or something. And it's just, it's more divisive. It's, they're using the same tricks as last century, but now there's too many people awake now. So there's too many people seeing it for what it is. It's just this game of division and control. So yeah, what the best thing you could do is just live a different life. And eventually maybe our kids will, there will be enough of them living that lifestyle that this system will start to fall apart and then human nature can come forward. That's the solution. So let, let the soul lead you. The soul is always going to lead you towards, towards connection. So it's, for me, the soul led me to live in nature, even though I was, I, I was born in New York, grew up in New York and in South Florida, South Florida is like a giant city basically. And I lived in San Francisco. So like, all these cities that are very interesting, but I kept coming back to nature. And then I started realizing nature allows the ego to rest. And when the ego rests, then your awareness starts to expand. And it's just, which are you doing more? Are you doing city life more, which involves having to use your, your avatar? Or are you more in nature where you don't have to use the avatar as much and you can just be? And if you're just spending hours being, then you start to get new intelligence. So I don't even know what I'm saying to you. This is all coming from that side of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I would agree with what you've said as far as the world domination, the governments, the military. That's all I've ever seen in my life. Um, but, uh, we're owned. We're owned by the Vatican. We're owned by the Navy. All the numbers we have to have. We can never, you know, as soon as you're born, you've got a birth certificate number. Well, why? You know, what? Who needs to have a number? Why is that? Oh, because you're owned. You know, the yeah. Vatican owns you. They mm -hmm. own you. You know, and then we never, we're never really away from uh, the Queen Mother in England. Then she owns part of us. And then after you completely pay off your house, which I am doing this month. Congratulations. Thank you, you very much. Property tax, though, so do you really own it? That's just it. You don't own your house. Yes, exactly. That's why you got to get out of the U.S. Right. No, Brian, but like I, I was, I was like, just Google what countries do you, you don't have to pay any property tax once you completely own the land. There's like, they're all like in Saudi Arabia or like Liberia or uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like there was actually it's not no a option. country. There was not a country I could actually okay. live in like legally. I was like, yeah. There's like 16 yeah. countries and a couple of like islands. Yeah, that's but not, true. not even islands I've ever heard of. So I'm not even sure. But at least if you live somewhere else, you're not supporting directly the system of enslavement. You're, you're taking your one unit of, of energy out of the equation. Right. So you're making it a little bit weaker. And we just need a, enough people to do that to yeah. start to make it fall apart, which is, it's yeah. already falling well, now, apart. Now we can't leave. Now there's nowhere we can go. Yeah. <laughs> so they got us. Well, they got you guys. I left. Yeah, yeah, you left. So good, good on you. But yeah. Well, look. I mean, the U.S. is full of conscious people, and I think if they focus on demanding sovereignty for living a natural life, and they they basically push those push those um those rights before their civil rights, which are coming from the government then that's the, I think that's the avenue to take it because this is really a, also a legal matter. The government says our civil laws are more above your natural laws. Right. What is a natural law? You were born on earth. You eat, you drink water, you need the sunlight. That's natural law. You're a natural being. But they came and said, it doesn't matter if you need sunlight, you're going to be in a factory for eight hours a day. And the only way they could say that is if everyone agrees that civil law is the law. Civil law is a law that we need, but we, we can't have it above natural law. And that's what we have right now. We don't see nature as a being. Nature has no rights because not enough people have said, this is alive and this is, this is part of the contract of being alive is having access mm -hmm. to water, food. So this was basically the, 
the issue in when the colonizers came originally to North America, they said the natives had a natural right to the land, but they didn't have a civil right to it because they didn't have, they had not subdued the land. They didn't do the necessary proceedings for the Europeans to recognize their relationship with the land because the Euro Europeans had the perspective of civil law, whereas the natives had the perspective of natural law. So this is just a question of perception and the government has convinced everyone through the media, through the economy, it's all, it's all a system. They're just parts of the same system. They've convinced everyone that civil law trumps any other law. And I like using that word because that kind of tells you what it, what it is, right? This whole thing is a charade to keep you confused. But if enough Americans, doesn't matter Americans anywhere, enough human beings just start saying before anything, we're human beings and we don't want to live like this anymore. We want to grow our own food and not have to pay tax for living on land. Because if you have to pay tax on land that you live in, that no one else lives on, that is a form of slavery. Not in the same, not the same dramatic form of slavery, but it's a, it's a type of slavery that keeps you tied to a system that has no natural right over you. So, and that you don't have control over be, being not a part of, like you don't have an option. No, it, it's, it's the opposite. It's meant to control you. It's 100% meant to control you. Think about the 300 million Americans that go to work every day and they all pay a little bit of tax every day. That, that money just going to a group of people in a, in a specific class, a social class. Those, that social class is deciding what the bottom classes are, are living for, basically. They're all supporting the system that's enslaving them. So it's this, it's this crazy prison. So it's, we do need a society, but we don't need to buy into this society that we have. We can completely change it because the society is built on our backs. So enough of us just say, okay, we don't want this anymore. We want a natural life. And as soon as we can fly, I'll go back there and help you all out. Okay. All right. So I think we all voted uh, yes for yes. the space to continue. <laughs> Is that what Nikki voted? I, I think Nikki I, voted no. I, no, no, I didn't, I didn't vote no. I said, um, I said my, jury, no. my jury's still out, but I actually do kind of like, um, I don't like being I don't like that I'm being asked this question. Like, I feel like that's a lot of pressure and that's a Just lot of weight. Just go back and say, I reject your question, Mr. Bailey. <laughs> like, I'll be like, hey. Okay. No, but like, like, I have had some conversations with them since where I've said like, I've talked to them about, um, like in dreamland, I've had some conversations with these beings being like, no, 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 this is not fair the way in which this thing is set up. Like, I can't make an, a fair assessment with the amount of, of because like what i was saying like i don't feel like our our actual true nature is allowed to flourish like you're what you're showing me is like what 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 we're like when we are you know led wrong like over multiple mul like over thousands of years when we're like led by the ego this is what you're showing me and i'm kind of going like i don't know that i i don't know that that's a good example and they were and they said to me well that is the experiment they were like, well, that, that, that's part of it. Yeah, I 100% you know, I believe that. I think this whole thing is, this is the path. This is not, we're not off the path. I don't think this is a, oh, this is a disaster no. that's interrupting our progress. I think this is the progress. It's They're never kind of just, like, never straightforward. Everything is a failure and then you learn from the failure. There, there is no failure. It's just the vibration of consciousness. So as humanity realizes one thing is wrong, it goes to this and then it goes back, but it's always trending towards something, some ideal. So yeah, we're still better off than we were 200 years ago. There was still slavery. Yeah. Sure. I mean, we have slavery today, but the corporations that engage in it know it's wrong. So they try to hide it. But back then they didn't try to hide it. They had auctions in the town, in the town square. So there is progress being made in the human spirit, but in the society that we have as a government structure no that thing is broken that it's it's not broken it's meant to control don't feed it but for the human spirit yeah just vote yes <laughs> say yes nikki tell them yes all right i'll have to have i mean but i also like i, I find uh, um i also my argument is like i don't know because i don't have anything else to compare it to i don't know what 
it is to, I, I mean, like I have a couple of memories of what I think feel like memories of being That's other. That's because you don't meditate, young lady. So what? You don't, me you don't meditate. You don't or, know. And you don't take mushrooms in nature. So Whether I do or don't. And I, and I do take mushrooms in nature. But, um, <laughs> but if you don't meditate, it doesn't do much. <laughs> did a lot for me. And I do meditate. I just, do? I don't meditate. Yes, I do meditate. And I oh, do okay. meditating. Good God. <laughs> You Finally. just assume you haven't uh, been meditating, Brian. I can I can sense that. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel you because of your judgment. I know that. You oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. No, but yeah. Okay, whatever. I'll vote yes. Humans can continue, but I I do wonder if um, when we die, if we're kind of going like, oh, yeah, I don't want to. I'll do a different thing somewhere else next time. Did Wendy? Yeah. Leave? Yeah, she got tired of you pretending to vote yes. <laughs> I'm not voting no. It's just that, like, it's not an easy yes for me. It's